Welcome to another episode of Established 1990. I wanted to spend today talking about my thoughts on the Jesse Smollett uh, controversy. And, uh, you know, I, I use that term, uh, you know, um, facetiously. Um, the whole uh, Jesse Smollett situation. Um, I, I wanted to give my thoughts on that. And uh, I wanted to uh, end things off by giving my thoughts on uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, I think it, it's pretty evident. I've never on the show, um, or not, not that I can think of, have uh, formally endorsed Bernie Sanders. But I think um, most people who listen to the program can sort of uh, assert or, you know, at least uh, make a, a valid um uh, you know, opinion that I am uh, a Bernie Sanders supporter and um, or I was in 2016. And I wanted to just give some uh, finish the, the episode off, giving some brief thoughts about uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, him being um, at him being announced uh, or him announcing his uh, 2020 candidacy for president. And um, some of the reactions that I've been seeing around from, you know, conservatives and, and um, other Democrats alike. So uh, to start off, um, Jesse Smollett. Now, I'll admit um, he I knew who he was. Um, I know his sister's an actress. Um, you know, I knew his his sister more. I've seen her in more projects. Uh, but, you know, I know he's on, uh, for a while, the, the most popular show on Fox, uh, Empire. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people that I know that, that were big time into the show. And it was a, a phenomenon uh, when it the show first came out. And, um, you know, for me, it just never really, you know, caught my attention, I guess. Uh, I've seen a few episodes um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, he is an actor from the show Empire. And uh, I'm sure, you know, I, I don't have his IMD, IMDMB page uh, pulled up. He's been in other um, TV shows and prominent movies. I just don't um, know it. And, and maybe it's not relevant to the story. So apparently this was uh, about two weeks ago at this point. Uh, Jesse Smollett. Uh, alleged that he was assaulted in Chicago by two men who were Trump supporters uh, and that they were uh, attacked him. They uh, hurled uh, racial slurs, uh, ra uh, hurled homophobic slurs at him, uh, and he was uh, beaten badly, allegedly, supposedly. Um, bleach was poured on him and uh, a noose was put around his neck and supposedly uh, you know one of the people one of the perpetrators said this is MAGA, MAGA country and you know this happened at night this was an attack at night and you know he went to the police and reported it and of course something like that um, you know, a, a hate crime, essentially, it, it, it 
was garnered, it was picked up by major news networks. Um, a lot of celebrities and politicians, um, you know, came out and they were in support of Jesse Smollett. They um, were, you know, denounced the attacks and the heinous attacks. And, and, and um, it was a, a really big story. And, you know, the police, obviously, they were involved. And, you know, the initial reports from what I read was that he was coming home from a bar. But then, you know, it later changed and, you know, it, it later came out. He went, he was going to get a sandwich at Subway, I guess. And then he, uh, I guess, um, you know, didn't end up getting the sandwich and was walking to, from a Walgreens or... I mean, it was a lot of different pieces and, and you know, certainly a lot of different uh, little changes to the story that um, I thought was kind of weird and odd and why that I wasn't, you know, one to, to comment on it on social media or uh, come on the podcast and, and talk about it until more information came out because it just seemed weird. Like every other day there was a new... Um, you know, story coming out and I'm, and, you know, I'm just trying to figure out if it's, um, you know, the, maybe the media kind of just jumping with, um, rumor and innuendo and not fact checking, or if it's, um, you know, maybe the police and, and some of the in, in information that they've received and, you know, not one time in my mind, or did it cross my mind that, that, that Jesse Smollett could have lied about the attack and uh it later it, well in the last couple of days has come out that perhaps Jesse Smollett had a hand in the attack allegedly um there were two brothers i think the uh, Nigerian brothers that were uh, brought into police custody uh i believe that they were the ones who were the the, the attackers and that they attacked Jesse Smollett because he paid them to attack him or to make it look like he was being attacked. And, um, you know, they were subsequently released. Um, I don't believe any charges were ever filed against these uh, brothers, but that's what they allege, that Jesse Smollett paid, um, you know, paid them to orchestrate or make it look like he was attacked in an apparent hate crime. And I, you know, it was shocking and it was certainly um, one of the more bizarre stories that I've seen. And, you know, this is a, in, in an age of social media where, um, you know, everybody, you know, you hear so many different stories and you're exposed to so many different weird, odd strangers that almost feel like a movie or like it's weirder than any movie plot like you know if someone presented me with like a movie plot or a show plot that oh you know somebody orchestrated an attack um against themselves and in an in, 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 uh, apparent hate crime and they um you know it was this big story and this person is uh you know, going on all of these different programs and talking about how he's a victim and how he's the gay Tupac. And I would be like, man, that's a terrible, like that plot hole, had, that plot has so many holes in it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. It doesn't seem realistic to me.
but apparently <laughs> it's it's realistic and he was um all accounts point to the the fact that he was lying and i i sat there and it was a surreal moment for me first first it was surreal like holy shit like i mean and, and of course let let me just say this let me put this caveat out that you know the police are still investigating and uh Jesse Smollett is still alleging that no this was a true crime hate crime um you know he's he's horrified supposedly uh that people are turning on him and saying and alleging that he was um you know lying about the crime and that he would never lie about something like that and I don't know. It um it has uh certainly been like I said, just a weird weird story. Now hearing about it um you know, my first thought when I heard about it was that, you know, just some of the the ink, the holes in the story. So when he made the the um the alleged uh attack when the alleged attack happened and he made the claims that the attacks happened it was during one of the coldest times in um really within this whole season the whole winter season um and again that's not to say that you know people can't do shitty things to each other uh, when it's really, really hot or really, really cold. Uh, but, you know, what was going on in the Midwest at that time? I mean, I was reading reports that um, you had temperatures going as low as negative 30, negative 35 degrees. Um, you know, in the Northeast, that we had a cold, a big time polar vortex too. It wasn't necessarily where I live. I live in New Jersey. wasn't as cold where it was in the West. But Chicago... I mean, we, we had weather, it was in the negatives. It was cold as hell. And if anybody that lives in, in cold climate weather, like in the Northeast or in the Midwest, or they know that typically when the, when the weather drops to that point, um, you are, it's less inclined to see people out. You know, it's just, it's just really, really cold. We were talking about cold that could ultimately kill you. You know, that's why they have for the homeless, a lot of the shelters, they open it up all times of the day, all times of the night, like just come in. It's a cold blue. It's cold. You could die. You could get frostbite. It's not safe. So, you know, you don't necessarily have a whole crowd of people like you would when the weather's warmer. So I just thought it was odd, like, okay, so a, a group of random attackers, they just happen to be out, it's negative 30 degrees or negative 20 degrees at the time, and they come after you and attack you? I'm like, okay, that's a little odd. Not implausible. That doesn't automatically disqualify his story, but I'm like, okay, that's a little odd. Then, you know, it, 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 one story is reports I read that the guys were wearing MAGA hats, and then another story, Jesse Smollett is saying, I never said that. They weren't wearing MAGA hats, but they said this is MAGA country. And I'm like, MAGA country? Chicago? I'm like, since when is Chicago MAGA country? And again, 
that doesn't necessarily disqualify. I mean, people can, there's mobility, you know, um, you know, there's no invisible force field that, you know, Trump supporters can't travel to Chicago or New York City or L.A. just because these are not areas that are thought of as like, you know, Trump strongholds doesn't mean that you can't have a Trump supporter or two um, who can orchestrate a, an attack. But I just thought it was odd. Like, I'm like, OK, maybe it would have made more sense in my head if he was in some like hick, bumble hick type town in, in you know, little town in Illinois or uh, some little town in Indiana. And he's walking somewhere and a bunch of Trump supporters rolled up on him and beat him up and whatever. Right. So he's in a major city. And it, it's just. It was just really weird. I'm like, okay, Chicago's MAGA country. Uh, it's not, but okay, it's an odd thing to to for uh, these attackers to say, and it's an odd. It's just odd. And then you know, of course, the the many different uh report reports to the story. Um, there appeared to be no concrete report, like one minute it's he's walking home from a, a bar or some sort of nightclub or whatever. And then another story, it's he's going to get a sandwich or he's coming, he didn't get the sandwich, he's coming from Walgreens. It's like, it's just so many inconsistencies that after a while, it's like, okay, this, this is kind of suspicious. But again, not a, a complete 100% disqualifier because, we're, you know, we're, the public is not privy to all of the information that the police have. So when the police come out and say that we have reason to believe that, you know, Jesse Smollett's uh, um, uh, claims uh, are true and that we are investigating this as a hate crime, of course, you know, people come out and, and again, um, you know, do I advocate for reactionary information when stuff comes out, like within 24 hours, we don't know what's what, and, you know, people that just come out and make assumptions and, you know, we, we don't know. And again, like, you know, it's a fine line. Um, I'm not saying like, necess don't do take his account or his, um, uh, what he reported, Jesse Smollett, and take it and throw it in the trash because it's all bullshit. I'm not saying that at all, but at the same time, to jump the other way without, you know, within 24 hours, just like a lot of people did and jumped on it, it's just kind of like, let's let it breathe a little bit. Let's let's get some more information out of it. Let's Let's try to figure things out. Again, not to say that like, you know, oh, you should automatically assume that, you know, somebody's lying when they make an, an alleged um, when they make an alleged uh, report of, of being a victim of crime. Um, but it, it's just important to at least like let it breathe a little bit and give it give it a couple days at least before, you know, you start kind of jumping out the ledge and. It, jumping off the ledge, as to say, and jumping out the window, it's just, wait a second. So, um, it's, you know, you had, you had groups of people that did so. And right now, it, uh, it appears, and again, I don't blame these people necessarily, um, you know, um, um, 
Like I said, I, I wouldn't choose to come right out like that. But let's say, for example, people waited a couple days and they started po uh, uh, posting their support for Jesse Smollett. I, you know, I, I see a lot of these conservatives and um, they're like they're they're chomping at the bit. This is like porn to them. I see a lot of these these conservative uh, figureheads and, you know, kind of like this smirk and this grin. And it's like, you know, oh, you know, it's the this is a prime example of how we're victims in the media and how the media took it out of proportion and all these liberal Hollywood types and all of these liberal people came out and and, you know, see, they're the irrational ones. We're the rational ones because we didn't make a comment. We knew he was lying the whole time. He you know, it's these these irrational idiot liberals. Right. So that they use that as a way in which to delegitimize or attempt to delegitimize, uh, you know, actual attacks or people who allege actual attacks or using it in a way to mock and, and make fun of and own the libs. Right. So, OK, whatever. That's their prerogative. They're you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. But it um, I don't blame people for for their first reaction to be when someone alleges or reports that there's a hate crime to be supportive of that person and to denounce the people who may have orchestrated that attack right i mean that i i don't i see this like these conservatives and they're they're acting as if like you know that that's the wrong position to have and it's like it's just being human. You know what I mean? Like, it's just being human. It's, it's, you have sympathy for the victim, right? Like, you, you don't want, I mean, from, from a perspective, a humanity perspective, you don't want somebody to be attacked randomly just for, you know, their sexuality or their race. It's horrific. And whether you're a conservative or you, whether you're a progressive or whether, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, if I'm a Trump supporter and I hear a story like that, I'm, I'm you know, denouncing it too. I'm, I'm saying that, listen, I may have voted for Trump. I may agree with Trump with, with, on, on this and that or certain things. And I'm a Trump supporter, but, um, you know, I denounce any violence. I denounce any, any physical you know, like acts of intimidation. I, I, that's not where I stand. That's not what I believe and so forth. Right. So, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's baffling to me that, you know, that this is, you know, and of course now in hindsight, as we are finding out that Jesse Smollett lied or potentially all indicators are pointing to that, he lied about the attack that the default position should be well you know you you just don't believe people that's that should be the default position don't believe don't believe people discount it it's bullshit and just uh just throw it in a, in a in a pile somewhere and it's like i i, I don't understand it i don't understand it you know, I well, I, let me let me take that back. I do understand why they would do that. 
And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's definitely, it do- doesn't make you intellectual or smart, right? It makes you just as tribal as the people that you allege are on the other side, the libs who are being tribal and identity politics and yada, yada, yada. You know, can we uh, at least acknowledge that, you know, Trump, Trump supporters in itself in this modern context is an identity? So, you know, but apparently that's not an identity. Uh, white conservatives are is not an identity. White conservative men are not an identity. Uh, white rural conservatives are an identity. White evangelicals, that's not an identity. But apparently black people, that's an identity. Um, being gay, that's an identity. Um, being, you know, uh, uh, Hispanic, being Muslim, being, that's all Jews. That's an identity. That's playing identity politics, but, you know, playing on white, uh, evangelicals, that's not identity politics. So, you know, you hear the same bullshit about, Oh, see this, the liberals and identity politics, and that's what happens It, you know, whatever. But I would like to believe in, in most situations that when someone comes up, and says, I'm the victim of a rape. I'm the victim of a sexual assault. I'm the victim. Someone took my phone. Someone took my wallet. Somebody, uh, uh, you know, whatever, right? Someone broke into my car and took something. Someone, I, I would like to believe in most cases that that person is telling the truth. I would hate if someone came to me and said, I'm, I was the victim of X, Y, and Z. And I say, ah, bullshit. Bullshit. I would have to be a real dickhead to, to, to do that. Now, again, it, it, if you want to take the approach of, okay, I'm not going to jump out of the window before the, all the facts are presented. You know, and then when the facts are presented, that's where my, my opinion is going to go. But the conservatives, that's not what they do. They don't do that. They like to, they, they give that uh, pe- uh, image out, but they don't do that. They become very protective of their identity. And whenever a politician or whenever a, um, um, you know, somebody who could be looked at on their side of the political aisle is being um, alleged to have committed a crime or an act, a, a heinous act, they play defense defense. They discredit it. It's liberal. It's liberal media. It's bullshit. None of it is true. It's it, or, you know, you have the, the conspiracy theory conservatives that, ah, you know, it was it was actually, you know, if it's a Democratic government or a Democratic president or Congress. Oh, it was the Congress. Oh, it was the president. Oh, it was the. You know, it, it's never it's never aligned, you know, like, uh, for example, when, um, you know, the guy who was sending all of the pipe bombs to, you know, Robert De Niro and and, and Obama and, and, you know, Hillary Clinton. And, you know, he was a um, I think he was from Florida somewhere. And, you know, there a picture was taken of his truck and he had all of these conservative and Trump. uh, stickers and make America great stickers all over his van. And you had all of these conservatives and these conservative figureheads that sat sat there and said, oh, it's fake. Now, again, 
You know, if you're of the mind when this is being reported that, well, we need to take a step back and we need to mull over the facts before we make an accurate assessment, I'm all on board with that. Let's hear it out and let's let's parse through it to see if it's real or it's not real. And then kind of make a, make the conversation go from there. But people on they were doing the complete opposite. So, you know, people who I guess identify, you know, as liberal or on that side of the aisle were saying this is this is horrible. This is this is terrible, right? The report comes out. This is a Trump supporter. He's he's anti-democrat. He's sending the uh, pipe bombs to Maxine Waters. He's sending pipe bombs to uh, Obama, the Obamas. He's sending pipe bombs to um, the you know the Clintons and, and Robert De Niro and and all of the evil libs, right? And then you had conservatives that came out and said, "Oh, that's all bullshit." And you know the facts. This has been months now. All facts, the guy was arrested. All things were, were point to the fact that this was true. He truly sent pipe bombs to different Democratic politicians. He definitely, uh, you know, all indications, all reports point to he was a Trump supporter and he was a conservative, a, a, a mainline conservative, all indications. It's been months now. Have there been any conservative in the subsequent months now that we are pretty much solidified in the fact that this is the case that he could have, you know, he was essentially a terrorist. Is there any like sort of attrition or sort of like, okay, like, or contrition, I should say, or like any sort of like, okay, you know, um, we were wrong. And we said that, you know, it was it was fake and it's fake news. It's a liberal media. And no, they doubled down on it when he was arrested and the FBI is involved and the FBI is is releasing information. it, It people doubled down on it. Oh, you know what? It must be the Obamas. See, the Obamas and the Clintons and De Niro and Maxine Waters and all of them, all of them sent pipe bombs. To themselves, they planted it to make conservatives look bad. You know, or, oh, you know, those pictures, that's Photoshop or, oh, that that's not true. That van, you know, they they caught him and then posted all of that on his van. All of those those conservative imagery. Right. So these people are, you know, if if you want to use the analogy of like. You know, they like to say, oh, you know, it's these liberals, they're bad and, and evil, you know, not evil, but they're, they're, you know, irrational and, and, and just, uh, you know, very reactionary. And it's like, well, you're just, you're the same side of the coin of who, of what you're alleging these other people are doing. You're, you're the same side of the coin. How can you not see that? How blind can you be? Right? So if you're saying that if this report came out, which if let's say for hypothetically that it was true, that Jesse Smollett was truly attacked, was attacked in a hate crime by a bunch of Trump supporters and conservatives, and it was true and the police confirmed it was true and they caught the two guys. 
would conservative, would Ben Shapiro, would Steven Crowder, would would any of these people come out, Ann Coulter, Fox News, would they come out, or any of these mod, regular conservatives on the street, would they come out and be like, okay, the facts point this way, and, you know, we're sorry for saying, for discounting that this was bullshit, and, you know, we, we, uh, we were mistaken saying that it was bullshit, we were mistaken that we said it was a conspiracy theory, and that it wasn't true, no, they're, they're either going to, and this is the conservative playbook, they're either going to ignore the story altogether, completely ignore the story, or they're going to double down if there's some little deniability where they can, they're going to double down on a conspiracy theory, right? They're going to, they're going to double down. Alex Jones does that a lot, you know, with the Parkland shooting, you know, every, everybody else is kind of like conservatives. They, they, they pivot, right? They pivot or they try to silence people. Oh, don't make this political. Don't make this political gun, gun control. And there's not much else they can really say. But, you know, someone crazy enough as Alex Jones and the conspiracy theory riddled right in which conspiracy theorists are disproportionately on the right. They they say, oh, no, these were crisis actors. David Hogg is a crisis actor. These parents are all in on it. It's a government conspiracy. It's, it's a way in which it's the FBI set this up so that they can take seizure guns. That's what he said. So, you know, it's like, just miss me with this bullshit. This, this stupidity from the conservatives. Miss me with it. Because it, it's, it's uh, disingenuous. It, it's very disingenuous. Oh, we're, we're, we're the fact finders. We're, we're the truth tellers. And it's the, con it's the liberals who, look how reactionary, ha ha, egg on your face. Why would anybody believe that somebody would sleep so low to allege that they were attacked in a hate crime? Seriously. Seriously. It, it's just mind-boggling to me. But, you know, these people, again, they'll believe, they'll believe when it's something that supports their worldview, or if it's something that is um, neutral, they'll 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 believe somebody. But when it's something that does not uh, uh, conflate or or uh, agree with their worldview, right? They deny. It's bullshit, right? At first, it's it's just everything's bullshit. Information comes out. No, it's not bullshit. Then it becomes uh, whether it's, um, you know, it, they either dig their heels down deep and, and allege that it's a conspiracy theory. They pivot and change the conversation to something else. Or they just flat out ignore it and don't report on it and just let it just let it, you know, the quote unquote liberal media report on it 
and we're just going to go on to something else. We're going to we're just going to report on something else. We're going to find a crisis in relation uh, relative to their worldview and we're just going to report we're just going to concentrate on that. <laughs> That's the conservative playbook. They do this all the time. <clears throat> so they're they're not they're not the quote-unquote fact finders. They're, you know, deny, deny, deny when it's something that is pertaining when their side is is the perpetrator. Deny, deny, deny. And then sometimes you run into an idiot who lies and they're like, see, see. But let me say something. Right? Let me say something. From 2016, and this is from the Department of Justice. From 20 from 2006 to 2017, sorry, 2016 to 2017. There was a, an increase of hate crimes by 17%. 17% and uh, an increase in hate crimes. And the vast majority of these hate crimes have to do with race or uh, um, sexuality. This is this is the DOJ. This isn't liberal media. This isn't Vox. This is the government government documents. Vast majority of people who are attacked in hate crimes. First, there's an increase from one year to the next year. I don't have numbers to, for 2018. I don't know if they've released them yet for hate crimes. There's an increase in hate crimes. There's, there's, a, there's a volatility to discourse within the country that's getting heated and more heated and more heated. You got neo-Nazis and... and and KKK and white nationalist groups openly marching within in in um uh cities major cities like it's 1920 again you know you have terrorism you know domestic terrorism that's overwhelmingly committed by Oh, uh, I think it's, it's somewhere like two thirds, upwards to 70 something percent of, of terrorism in the United States is committed by people, right wing terrorism. Whether it's people bombing um, the, um, the abortion clinics or, or hit hurting or killing uh, abortion doctors or whether it's it's people who, um, you know, hurt or kill uh, uh, people who they deem to be Muslim or that they think are Arab, even if they are Indians or Sikhs or pa Pakistani or whatever, people who look Arab or who can be profiled as Arab or people who look uh, like they could be Muslim or attacks on people who can be, who could be perceived as being Latino, who we perceive to be Latino. You know, so it's just like, okay, 
miss me with that bullshit. All, all indications, previous indications, would point to the fact that this is plausible. It's plausible. Until more information came out and there were holes in the story, it's plausible. You know? There was, in 2017, uh, I believe there was a little over 7,000 hate crimes that were reported. Now, you know, the, the piece that I read, um, you know, because I actually pulled the report up, and um, I also uh, read the article the New York Times had, had um, uh, reported on it as well, that uh, there were a lot of, there could have been a lot more hate crimes. But, you know, that uh, you have a lot of uh, cities um, that, you know, that they don't necessarily report it, um, you know, or they may have different, I guess, interpretations of what a hate crime is or different charges. And, you know, that's not reported as a hate crime. You know, that's technically not a hate crime, even though, you know, one could look at it and be like, well, they attack someone randomly because of their skin color or because their religion or because of their sexuality and that would be considered a hate crime but you know if if someone's like well that's assault and that's this and that's that and you know then you know, well they got into an argument and well you know that's what it was and okay right so they say that it's it's un, it's um could be uh, suppressed the true number of hate victims of hate crime and that uh even with um uh the uh uh the even when it comes to hate crimes that are reported a lot of times victims the same way sexual assault is and the same way uh you know rape is that it's hard to get a true grasp or number on the scope of it because people don't come forward for whatever reason. Fear of not being believed. Uh, fear of, of um, you know, that, um, you know, uh, people are going to retaliate against me. And they just don't want to be bothered. They get their ass kicked somewhere on the street. They don't report it. So that, that happens as well, All right? So it's plausible. Now, again, if you're making the argument that we should all be a little bit more, um, not skeptical, but just listen to somebody's story, acknowledge it, but believe when the information comes out, when facts come out, believe that and don't automatically just take someone's account and run with it without an official investigation done that's fair that's a fair critique but you know these conservatives they're not critiquing it in that way and what if they if they allege they are it's a, in a very disingenuous way because their default position is that, you know, um, none of this happens. Hate crimes don't happen. They don't exist. 
You know, racism doesn't exist. Sexism doesn't exist. Um, gender discrimination and homophobia doesn't exist. Islamophobia doesn't exist. And it's all just liberal BS. It's victim victimology. It's, it's um, you know, it's all fake news. So you don't get a cookie for just for every single situation that happens that does not, that kind of contradicts your worldview. You don't get a cookie for then saying, well, that's bullshit. You do that for every single case that does not, con uh, that contradicts your worldview. You do that with every case. It's not like some cases you say, well, this is, this is horrible. We denounce it because you, you don't. They don't. The Ben Shapiro's don't. The Steven Crowder's don't. The Fox News crowd don't. They don't. But they jump in like a bitch in heat, like a dog in heat. When, you know, oh, 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 he's lying. So, you know, that means that whenever, you know, somebody alleges, you know, how the liberal media is and, you know, whenever someone alleges that they were attacked because they were gay or they were attacked because they were, uh, even if there's no political, innate political um, nature to it, I mean, one would assume that it's most likely going to be a conservative. They're, they're going to assume it's most likely going to be a conservative, someone who does not like gays, who does not agree with the lifestyle, someone who does not like blacks. They don't they don't want to be in the presence of them. Someone who does not like, uh, you know, is is uh, Muslims and don't want to be in the presence of them. You know, it's like it doesn't necessarily fit the uh, the progressive platform for a, a liberal or progressive to if your platform is believing that, you know, we should all be one and live amongst each other in multiculturalism and multipluralism, then, you know, why would one believe that a liberal would or someone who identifies as a liberal would attack a gay person because I don't like gays and it just kind of contradicts the philosophy. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, here we are. Like I said, it's unfortunate that this uh this happened and um this all of this has transpired and uh you know it's unfortunate that he lied and i would love to to know what the motivation was i wonder you know what what happens uh when the police uh are done condu conducting their investigation and will there be charges filed is that uh against jesse smollett i mean i would imagine that's illegal you know, to, to stage a, you know, and then you're talking about wasted resources for, for the police, um, having to investigate it when they lied about a crime, uh, being committed. And, um, you know, it is, you know, it's just a whole lot of stuff is in the air. Like what, well, what's going to happen now? I mean, you know, what, what made him do it? You know, what's the motivation? Will he admit to it? Will he, uh, double down and, and, you know, take that to his grave or admit later on that it was all BS. It's, it's a very interesting, um, development and I'm just very curious to, um, you know, get, uh, more information and to, to see how this plays out. So it's official, the worst kept secret <laughs> ever. Bernie Sanders has announced he's running for president in 2020. And I saw that. I mean, you heard reports from 
like 2017 that he was uh, eyeing another run and um, uh, another another opportunity at uh, running for president because we all know how that went uh, in 2016. And uh, right now, as far as name recognition, which is shows you how much in politics things could change within a short period of time. Um, it was different in 2015, Bernie Sanders coming into um, the, the announcing his uh, pr uh, candidacy for president and uh, in which most people did not know him. Um, I was reading somewhere where it was like 17 percent of the electoral um, the electorate knew who the hell Bernie Sanders was. Um, you know, it, it doesn't help. I mean, he had been a senator for, for decades. He was the mayor of Vermont. Um, you know, Vermont is a small state and, you know, it's not like he, he was the mayor of New York City or Los Angeles or, you know, a big city. I mean, he's the mayor of uh, a small area in Vermont and, and, you know, he's uh, the senator in Vermont and, um, you know, so, uh, you know, it, it's amazing now that you look at his name recognition, where um, at least I saw somewhere in late um, upper 70s, early 80s of the electorate know who the hell Bernie Sanders is. Uh, so he, he has I, it's I think it's safe to say that he has the most name recognition out of all of the, the, the um, um, you know, Democrats that have announced that they are running for president. Um, I think that pisses off a lot of uh, certain types of Democrats. Um, I don't want to pigeonhole anybody, but I one would or fuck it. I, I call them that corporatist or like people that are moderate Republican. They're, they're, they're not like Trump Republican. So they've kind of defected by default to the Democratic Party. And, you know, they're pissed off about it. Um, they're they're upset. Um, Hillary supporters are upset um, and, you know, conservatives that, you know, I'm sure that, um, you know, conservatives aren't too thrilled about it. Um, yeah. Socialism, socialism, the big S word, scary. Ooh, ooga, booga, 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 booga. Um, <laughs> these people are morons, but you know, it's, um, it's been an interesting thing. And uh, I just wanted to give my brief thoughts on, uh, what's what um what this means and and um you know uh for the landscape now with the the, the on the democratic side and um you know I, I just wanted to say that the uh the democrats just about every one of the democrats and again talk about a quick turnaround just about all of the democrats are running on a sort of <sighs> Bernie-ish type platform. Even the ones that say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a moderate. I wouldn't call myself a democratic socialist. And, and I'm, I'm moderate on some. I'm progressive on some. Bernie Sanders, whether he wins in 2020 and, and that he didn't win in 2016 in the primaries, he did, his victory was that he pushed the party uh, more in line with the Democratic voters. <laughs> Go figure, right? The, the Democratic politicians are starting to look more 
like the the what the ideals of the democratic voter has in mind. Go figure, right? It only took a guy, a crazy lunatic, a guy who calls himself a democratic socialist, a longtime um senator, for people to now uh you know the default position you come in with a Hillary Clinton Obama centrist type platform and you'll get blown out <laughs> you know it's like you'll be laughed off the stage you got to at least have some you know true progressive policy you know even if like you know Kamala Harris goes to New Hampshire and is I'm the democratic socialist okay you're playing with semantics whatever i don't i'm not a fan of hers but you know her policies are are more progressive than Hillary Clinton's policies are were. I mean, you know, it just it is what it is. It's more progressive than Chuck Schumer, more progressive than Nancy Pelosi. It, it's these old school Democrats. More progressive than Bill Clinton. You know, more progressive than Barack Obama. We're talking about a new breed. You know, where where you're talking about what, you know, Bernie really is, which is, you know, I've always kind of been pissed off, um, you know, because of, you know, it's an easy target for conservatives and, and quote unquote moderate Democrats. I call them establishment Democrats where, you know, it's easy for them to point to like, ooh Caesar Hugo Chavez and Caesar Chavez and, um, you know, we're. Ooh, um, um, Fidel Castro. And it's like, uh, nah, motherfucker. Like it's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a social Democrat. That's what he is. He's, he points, he says it all the time. He talks about the Nordic countries. He talks about, uh, France. He talks about, uh, you know, uh, England and the UK. He talks about, um, you know, Germany and, and he, he's a social Democrat. That's what he is. So, you know, so I, the default position now for these, these, um, you know, these hopefuls, these presidential hopefuls and uh, are, okay, on the Democratic side, we're going to start in between Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie, and we're going to get all the way to Bernie, right? So we're going to be somewhere in that, in that spectrum. Whereas before it was a spectrum of like Barack Obama uh, was considered to be like this big time leftist. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, really, dude? Goes to show you Overton window, the Overton window in this country is so far right wing that a moderate, or someone who Barack Obama can calls himself a moderate, is considered some far leftist, communist, uh, Stalinist. And I'm just, it's like, wait, what? Like, you know, like this is this country so far right wing, it's not even funny. Right. Like, you know, you put Barack Obama in Canada or in uh, France or Sweden somewhere. And he's just like he he's a right wing politician. He's he's about a right wing ish politician. You know, maybe not a far right, but he's like a moderate right wing politician. You know, so it's like, it's just really bizarre. But, you know, he's running Bernie Sanders. And I think a lot of people who, who were Hillary supporters or so forth, they're pissed off, you know, because, you know, of course, uh, just like Hillary Clinton, they're, they're, her supporters are the same way. Um, they refuse to 
um, be accountable for Trump winning the presidency in 2016. They refuse to be. They refuse. You know? And at the end of the day, the burden goes on the politician. Nobody owes anyone a vote. Period. Period. So if Bernie Sanders supporters or people who are in line or people who are like kind of like independents and they're like, I'm not going to vote for Hillary after that shit. And they were pissed off. That that's on Hillary. Maybe she should have ran a clean, a clean um, campaign. Right. <laughs> maybe 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 she should have been more likable. Right. Maybe she should have ran more, more, more uh, far left policy instead of the irony playing the, oh, well, I'm a woman. So let's be let me be the further. Or, oh, it's my turn. I, I've been in politics for 40 years. Instead of doing that, how about your policies? Instead of calling your young voters and people who are progressives, who are essentially your base and calling them pie in the sky, little children who don't know how governments work, how the government works, while giving a speech to millionaires and billionaires that we know that you're inevitably going to get into power and give them tax cuts and tax breaks. While, you know, we have student loan debt, while we have, you know, um, um, you know, uh, financial, uh, like healthcare, healthcare debt, trillions of dollars. You know, you're, you're already showing your hand before you even get into the door. Continuing to be hawkish in, in other parts of the world. You know, believe it or not, uh, Donald Trump ran more. I didn't buy it. I didn't believe it. Donald Trump ran more on a progressive platform um, when it came to overseas. He ran on a more progressive platform than Hillary Clinton did. You know, as far as war. So he lied, but hey, he ran on it, right? That's all you can do. Take the person's word for it. It is what it is. So, <laughs> you know, here we are. Maybe that, that you know, but oh, it's everybody else's fault. It's the Bernie bros. Yeah, you know, she did a terrible job reaching out to the black voters. She did a terrible job reaching out to Latino voters. She just thought it was in the bag. And her policy, her ideology, or her mind state was that, well, we are, who are you going to vote for? Look, Trump's a racist. Look, I'm not a racist. He's a racist. You hear what he said? Vote for me. Instead of actually proposing policy in ways in which people can better their lives, people of color. That's your base. But instead, you're so concerned trying to get white voters, and more specifically white male voters, that you were never going to get to begin with. You were never going to get it. You underperformed with white women. But, you know, of course, you know, it's everybody else's fault. These damn blacks, they didn't come out and vote. Oh, you know, these Hispanics, they sat home and didn't vote. Ah, you know, it's it's the Bernie bros. They didn't vote. You know, ah, you know, it's it's just like eight million fucking excuses instead of what the real reason was, was that Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate. And out of all of the the, the 
candidates that you put out there, you put out a candidate that is more uh, uh, is less popular than Donald Trump. Donald Trump uh, just goes to show you these people that are pissed off. Bernie Sanders is running, and they're like, "Oh, this, uh, oh man, an old white guy," and uh, you know that's what we need—an old white guy. I'm gonna tell you something. Hillary Clinton's approval rating as of September of 2018, she still she's been out of the public eye was at a 37 approval uh, uh approval rating. 37. She ranks lower um right now uh Trump is polling at a 41% approval rating. Uh, uh popularity rating. 41%. Hillary Clinton's at a 37%. 37%. She ranks lower than Donald Trump, who has an approval rating that's as low as modern president, <clears throat> modern presidents <coughs> can be at this at this point. He's not even into his second term yet. <coughs> he just started his third year. And he's oscillated between, you know, late 30s to early 40s. He's at a 41 percent. Hillary Clinton's at a 37%. You want to know where um, Bernie Sanders is? He's at a 52%. He goes, jumps up in between. He's in the 50s. Late 50s, mid 50s, early 50s. Late 50s, mid 50s. That's where he polls at. He's the most popular senator in the country. All of these politicians are running on a similar platform because of him. He is the most popular among young people, 18 to, you know, not even 34, but 18 to 45. He's popular. He has over 60% approval rating. He's popular amongst black people and people of color, which was, was like always the pivot, right? Like in 2015 um, or 2016, uh, you know, you you would hear this a lot. Ah, oh, you know, Bernie, he just appeals to like white, like, you know, elitist, uh, white elitist young people from New York or, you know, L.A. Or, you know, he doesn't appeal to people of color. Look, you see, look at his numbers. Hillary Clinton's polling better in, in, in winning these states by wide margins with black voters and Hispanic voters in these states. And I said, what did I say then? I said that his policies are more in line than what Hillary Clinton's policies are as far in knowing this. I'm black and I, I have an ethnic background of, of Latin descent. So that means I am a black Hispanic. And I will tell you that I know that his policies line more up from what the black community, what the Hispanic community talks about, you know, warning, right? It's just he's unknown. And black voters, more so black voters, are going to be very skeptical of people that they do not know, especially an old white guy. It is what it is. Hillary Clinton had the name value. She's been in the public eye. And, and has been like in the forefront. She was the first lady. She was, um, you know, I mean, she worked in the Obama administration. She was she ran for president a couple times before. Or in 2008. 
You see what I'm saying? So, in every indication, every indication uh, says that, you know, um, she was going to get more, she was going to win. What shocked people was that it wasn't an automatic slam dunk. Bernie caught fire. And she effectively, towards the end, when she won the uh, the primaries and going into the, the her candidacy, her policy started to shift a little bit further to the left. Lo and behold. Right? Lo and behold. You hear, start hearing about $15 an hour minimum wage. You start hearing, it's like, whoa, where did that come from? You start hearing a little bit more about universal health care. A little bit. But, you know, her idea was, let's just tweak Obamacare. Obamacare polls at a 51%, 50%. It's 50-50 as far as popularity. It's not even close. Universal health care is at a 58-59% approval rating. And amongst Democrats, it's like an 80-something percent approval rating for universal uh, health care. So, I mean, here we are, right? Not, not representing your, your base, but, you know, of course, it's the Bernie bros' fault. You know, it's the blacks. It's y'all fault. Y'all didn't come out and vote. It's it's the it's the uh uh you know it's everybody else's fault. It's bullshit. It's a cop out. But you know here we are. People are still pissed off. They're angry. Oh, you know what is an old man doing? Listen. Bernie Sanders is 77, I believe. He's like 77 years old. 77, 78. Or he's going to be 77 this year. He's an old guy. Next year, he'll be 78. It is what it is. If he goes through four years, he'll be 82. Now, mind you, he's only four years older than, than Donald Trump, but I get it. People will say, once you get to be that age, four years can be a big difference. Fair. Fair enough. But, you know, if I'm him, why wouldn't I run? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even with all of that being said, he's only going to he's only going to do one term. It's not like he's vying for two terms. Why not? You're talking about defeating Trump. Why not? Everybody copied his policies. I mean, I mean, these aren't new, quote unquote, policies, but I'm talking about within the context of Washington, D.C. You know, I, I, I say new as in like, you know, other European countries that haven't been using these policies for decades. But I'm talking about within a Washington, D.C., within an American context that he is the first one to come out with a lot of these progressive policies and that have been has been unapologetic. Unapologetic. And that's why he's so loved. Lo and behold, the conservatives say, oh, it's the left. They they all they care about is identity politics. It's funny. It doesn't 
seem to work that way when a guy who's white, I mean, he's Jewish, but no one really brings up the fact that he's Jewish. He's a white guy and, you know, he's an old white guy, yet he's the most popular politician amongst people of color, blacks and Hispanics, Asians. He's the most popular politician in the country overall. He's the most popular senator in the country. He has a a, a, a way more higher approval rating than um, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Not even close. How do, how do you how do you you know if that's the case? If we're all just about identity and just just get a woman in there, just get a black in there. Why why does he why does he poll better than all of these people? He's more popular than Kamala Harris. He's more popular than Cory Booker. He's more popular than just about any of these politicians. You know, Tulsi Gabbard. Why wouldn't he run? Why wouldn't he? Whether he wins or loses, okay. But at the very least what he can do is he can do the same thing that he did in 2016, which, you know, because we, we haven't really, we're starting to get a glimpse of like who, who's going to announce and then what their policies are and what we can do is uh, he can, if he loses, he could still push these people uh, more to a, a social democracy platform. Right. And either way, whether it's him or someone else, the ideals are stay the same. And, and it's another politician with those ideals that ultimately defeat Trump and we can make this country great. That's the name of the game. But I think, you know, you hear some people saying, ah, oh, they're pissed off because they don't want, you know, these Bernie supporters staying home and not voting. People were pissed off. Because Hillary Clinton and the, the Clinton campaign, they knew were dirty. If Hillary Clinton lost, or, or excuse me, if Hillary Clinton won and it was a legitimate, you know, no controversy, uh, no DNC leaks that, that uh, exposed the, the um, collusion and exposed the, the cheating between, um, you know, the, the Hillary campaign and, and and CNN and the the DNC and if this was not apparent and her policies were were like similar to Bernie she would have people would have still came out Bernie Sanders supporters would have still came out and voted for her you know it wasn't really about Bernie they were just enamored by a guy that actually is advocating for policies and who's up front. And they're like, they're not like trying to waffle. You know, we want $15 an hour minimum wage. Well, you know, let, let's I think it's more realistic. Let's do $11 hour, an hour minimum wage. We want money out of politics. Well, you know, we want, um, you know, we'll, we'll just say dark money. Like all money that politics, big money, we'll just put a law into place that accounts for all money. So there's no such thing as dark money. 
We want universal health care. Well, you know, we'll take Obamacare and we'll tweak it and we'll we'll work and we'll see if we can tweak Obamacare and we can make it work and, and we can cover more people. We want you uh, we want um publicly funded uh public college. Well, you know, what we could do is, you know, we can do like two year schools and some trade schools and we want, uh, you know, student loan debt reform and relief. Well, you know, it's uh, we could we could work on, you know, giving some relief. We could put in a program where you're paying off your student loans, and then after, uh, you know, twenty five years, then you know you could be uh eligible. We'll set up a program. You'll be eligible for uh relief. You you know after twenty five years, whatever's unpaid, it it goes just goes by the wayside and, and you're forgiven. Your loans are forgiven at that point. You know, it's just like, you know, people are just going to look at you. They're going to roll their eyes and they're going to be like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like Trump, but you know, okay. You're not giving me what I want. You're not fighting for what I want. We want legalized marijuana. Well, you know, what we could do is, you know, we could just like roll back and, and let the states and then, you know, eventually ease our transition. And OK, fair enough. We, we acknowledge policy takes time. Change takes time. But if you're not advocating from the very beginning, you're not pushing and advocating. Why should we get behind you? Why? Because Trump's an idiot? Okay. <laughs> Country hasn't completely exploded. It's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. These people are ridiculous, and I wish they would just go away. You know? You are a damn Republican. Seriously. And now, because you don't like Trump, you don't like his tone. How is Trump's policy any different than just about all of these damn Repu previous Republicans, except he's more protectionist, which the irony is the, the policies that they're pissed off about, the protectionist policies that, you know, a progressive would be a little bit more sympathetic to, that's what they don't like. Everything else, he's doing everything else that George Bush did. He's doing it. Uh, uh, hyper t uh, cutting of the taxes. I mean, uh, uh, you know, for the rich and the 1%. Cutting taxes, uh, corporate tax, cutting estate tax, cutting, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, cutting all of these major regulations of these major regula regulatory bodies. That's a Republican platform. Okay. What, what are we getting at? You know, these people are buffoons. But, you know, again, here we are. I wonder. I wonder, you know. I mean, he has a legitimate chance. He's the most popular politician. But, you know, I wonder how this thing plays out. We'll see. Um, you know, he's uh 
He's certainly polarizing um, to a certain extent. He's he's very popular amongst the Democratic Party. I tell you that he has uh, a support of like it's it pretty damn high. I mean, I don't know what that means, but, you know, you're talking about, uh, I think, upwards to 70 something percent, 77, 78 percent. He's very popular amongst, you know, the Democrats or the Democratic base. So, well, I mean, we'll 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 see. I mean, it's um, it's 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 a popular it's a popular position. His his positions are popular. And, you know, whether he wins or whether somebody who is younger or a person of color or a woman or. I mean, it's I mean, it's um, it's a win either way if they're advocating for the appropriate policies. If they're not, then we'll just get another repeat of um, Hillary Clinton in 2016. Whether Kamala Harris wins the primary, which a lot of people are saying she's a favorite or not, it'll be another repeat. Trump will beat Kamala Harris. I'll tell you that. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk, but if she runs on that platform, I'm a moderate. So, you know, everything, you know, the, the progressive platform is, she's like, ooh, well, you know, we can sort of meet in the middle and I'm not really in favor, you know, gun regulate, no, well, you know, oh, well, oh, um, legaliz legalization of marijuana, well, you know, um, uh, you know, criminal justice reform, well, we could start like kind of, I tell you, people are just going to turn around and they're going to be like, fuck your shit. And it's going to be another repeat. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out.